0: for a single soul. Reaching
1: up further and stepping in closer, CG and TV
0: to you. Hello, I'm John Smizer. I'm uh, here in Southern California and it's so good to be with you wherever you're at today, to recognize that uh, uh, this is our Monday. This is, uh, we're getting ready, uh, first of the week. Uh, looking forward to all that we have, uh, the opportunity to accomplish during this uh, coming week. I know we've had the past challenges of the last week, and I know we have certain challenges still facing us. But, you know, in these times, uh, with with the issues surrounding a pandemic that seems to affect every corner of the world uh, you and i are sharing uh, certain issues Um, things aren't the way they should be you know we we look at the situation and and our issues of separation isolation you know the the issue of our okay our mask mandates you know having to always Wear those masks when we're around other people. You know, there's, there's always things that we can complain about. There's always challenges that we have. Now, how do we deal with those things? You know, in, in, um, in a way, it's kind of like, where is God? What, what, why isn't he taking care of this stuff? You know, so often we forget that truly God is in all the circumstances. And that he's going to create them and cause them to bring glory to himself. When we ask the question, uh, where's God? I'm reminded of a uh, Francis Schaeffer who wrote a book about uh, the God who is there. Because so often we forget that he's right there in our lives. Today, as we hear the word of God in Job chapter 9, let's listen and hear what the Holy Spirit has to speak to us.
1: Job chapter 9 verses 11 through 24 When he passes me I cannot see him When he goes by I cannot perceive him If he snatches away who can stop him Who can say to him what are you doing God does not restrain his anger Even the cohorts of Rahab cowered at his feet How then can I dispute with him? How can I find words to argue with him? Though I were innocent, I could not answer him. I could only plead with my judge for mercy. Even if I summoned him and he responded, I do not believe he would give me a hearing. He would crush me with a storm and multiply my wounds for no reason. He would not let me catch my breath but would overwhelm me with misery. If it is a matter of strength, he is mighty. And if it is a matter of justice, who can challenge him? Even if I were innocent, my mouth would condemn me. If I were blameless, it would pronounce me guilty. Although I am blameless, I have no concern for myself. I despise my own life. It is all the same. That is why I say he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When a scourge brings sudden death, he mocks the despair of the innocent. When a land falls into the hands of the wicked, he blindfolds its judges. If it is not he, then who is it?
0: As a pastor, when I was uh, speaking to my congregation, at some point along, I will stop and ask them to share with me a particular God sighting that they have had this past week. You know, it's truly interesting to see that people are, are much like Job. You know, in this 11th verse of chapter 9, he says, When he passes me, I cannot see him. When he goes by, I cannot perceive him. You know, speaking of God, when he passes by, we're, we're unaware. And it's, in a way, our fault. Because God is always there speaking and doing His will and work around us and in us and through us. It's like uh, Elijah when he went to that cave and it wasn't the earthquake or the fire or the wind. No, it was in the still small voice. We get so busy and uh, caught up in the chaos that is around us that God passes by us, and He's been there, and we miss Him. The uh, Celtic uh, community had a term called the thin place, where both heaven and earth come together in a very thin place, and we sense the presence of God. It's like when you're in worship, or you're in the... Word of God and somehow a powerful passage or a an a expression of harmony and and wonderful uh, singing calls us into the presence of God. Well, pretty soon in a month or so we're gonna be hearing the Hallelujah Chorus and and I pray that as you maybe sing with it or you are in the presence of a group that is singing the Hallelujah Chorus I pray there will be a Thin place for you. I pray there will be a God sighting when you come to know that God has just passed by. goes on here, and I, I'm very aware of this the older I get. Verse 12 says, If he snatches away, who can stop him? Who can say to him, what are you doing? You see, one day The Lord is going to snatch me away. It was some years ago, in the ballpark of 45 years ago, the Lord uh, took our baby boy, our first one. We lost him in childbirth right at that last few moments. And so I questioned, where where is God? How is God in this? When something you love and you look forward to is snatched away. One day I'll be snatched away, you'll be snatched away. And recognize that God is does not make mistakes. He's, he's too wise and He's too loving to hurt. What we need to be doing is truly looking to what God is wanting to accomplish. Uh, down in verse 16, I'm reminded um, even if I summoned him and he responded I do not believe he would give me a hearing oh this was a great passage this reminded me of Esther if you remember Esther in the time when she needed to defend her uh, her 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 family the 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 children of Israel before Xerxes it was a concern that if the uh, king the emperor, Xerxes, didn't summon her. She may be put to death or put away. But it was Esther, like you and I, might question, will he summon me? Will he listen to me? Well, I, uh, I know he listens to us. Because even in the days when we're overwhelmed. Now, I don't know if you're feeling overwhelmed or Ready to complain or struggle with what circumstances you're in, I'm I'm in a metaphor reminded of a time I was uh, down in Laguna Beach here in Southern California, and it was a big wave day. There were there were some good sized waves coming into what was called Crescent Cove, and I thought oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to ride body surf some of those, but on my trying to get back in after being out for a little while, I got knocked down. And then I got held under the waves. And then I I would come up and try to take a breath and and I would only get foam in my mouth. And I thought, I thought that day I was done for. I thought I was gonna die that day. And I recognize that we may feel at times that we're gonna die under all of the struggles and challenges. The things we complain about. Lord, how can I go on?" In a place here, Job is going to be realizing that same struggle when he's challenged with his relationship with God. I pray that as we consider what Job has done, we can apply it in our lives, that we would look and recognize God is still the GOAT, the greatest of all times. When we complain, who are we going to call out? God? Today I want to leave you with hope. In all of the struggles and challenges, the complaints and issues that we struggle with, I want to leave you with hope. Down here in verse 23 of our passage today, it says, when a scourge brings sudden death, He, God, mocks the despair of the innocent. You know, there, there's grief that we acknowledge Mary and Martha were grieving over the loss of Lazarus. As Christ came, he encouraged them that there would be a resurrection, and they understood that. But for right then, they were grieving. And in that experience, Christ also cried. And I know you may have heard sermons or lessons on why he cried or what that meant, but I recognize that he too had a grief for the loss of his friend Lazarus. But he knew what was coming, and there was that hope. And we need to have that same hope of the future. Grieve for a while, but realize that God will raise up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God of this earth, this people, this creation, these times, You're still God, and you're on the throne. We need to realize, Father, and our hearts sometimes forget that you don't don't do things wrong. You don't do things to hurt us. Father, may we trust in you. May we realize that Christ's resurrection gives to us life eternal. Father, we want to walk with you in the joy of your salvation. Father, bless us this day in your precious name. Amen. For a single
1: soul.